0: Hi, this is Melody. And this is Shannon. And you are listening to the NPOMG podcast. Hello. Hi, Shannon. How are you doing? I, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I feel like we haven't seen each other in forever. I know, I
1: know. Yeah. But we're here. We're here. We're here.
0: So how was how was your week? It was great. It was very productive.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, got a lot done. Okay. And got a lot of feedback, got a lot of um check marks off that elusive yeah. to-do list. Yeah. You know? yeah. So I, I I
0: was I was good by Friday. How about you? It was good. You know, we texted a little bit and I mm-hmm. got some really great clarity and feedback on things, mm-hmm. which is so awesome professionally. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, like I really you have to have those people in your life that can just kind of, like, you're like, okay, this is a problem that I'm having, or this is the experience, and they go, oh, well, this, this, and this. And it just helps you go, aha, yes, yes that makes yes. perfect sense. That, is, that leads you know? right into my N-P-O-M-G. Okay,
1: tell it. Let's hear it. So my N-P-O-M-G moment, it was a couple of them this week, and it's um, <laughs> really based on what you just said. Okay. It's our conversations oh, wow, our yeah, texts yeah. and everything and how they um, – really empower me. Mm. And, you know, again, it's one of those things that particularly in this line of work with human services, you need a safe space to vent. You need to be able to talk to somebody that kind of helps center you, to think of things in different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, If for no other reason is because when you are in human services, your job is to serve others. And when you do that, sometimes we forget ourselves a little bit. Mm -hmm. So it's always good to have a tribe of sorts that you know you can say anything No judgment. Um, And then you can like just we do these random texts very often like (laughs) okay. And another thing, and it might be like (laughs) we hadn't talked or anything, it just pops
0: up. That's right. But
1: um those are that's that definitely kind of lends to N P O M G moments is the recognition of, you know, tribes and folks that, you know, you have these light bulb moments like that's my girl. Like yeah. that's it. Like one of our texts. I was like, you know what? Like you're you're my like my my sis. Like yeah. you get it. Yeah. And it's it's really refreshing. It and really it's is necessary. Yeah. So. I agree. Um, maybe that taps into self care a little bit from that right. NPOMG side. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. And I appreciate you. I
0: appreciate you too. Hi, Hi, emojis. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so and what
0: about you? Yeah. So mine was um honestly like realizing or reaffirming that I am a badass, right? You so, go. you know, like That's I it. had um, I had a special event and previously they had never had any like media coverage oh, okay. on it, you know, and so I was able to secure like three and I'm yeah. just like, yes, and that was for one event and then like two, di- two days before I had secured two and I was just like, what is going on? This is so, <laughs> you know, I like, am amazing. Oh my, my God. God. And so when I reported back to the board mm-hmm. it was like just hearing it and seeing it on the screen like mm-hmm. all these things and I you know I hadn't really worked with them that long mm-hmm. that I just was like okay Melody like That's and even amazing. they were excited was like yes yeah. thank you. you that, know. Well you know what take always take time to celebrate yeah. yourself yeah and I don't think we do that enough so no. that is awesome
1: and epic so
0: congratulations on that thank success. You. and so that actually leads us into like the success of of our guests, Yes. Yes, yeah, that's right, you? See, how I did, see what I did there, see what I did there? Yes, so we have Kalia Braswell with us. Kalia Braswell is an award-winning technologist whose personal mission is to make social change using technology. She's She graduated from Philip O'Berry Academy of Technology in 2008. Mm-hmm. She went on to study at North Carolina State University, graduating with a BS in commu- computer science. In 2016, she also obtained her master's in information technology with a concentration in human-computer interaction. Wow, she is currently the founder of executive and executive director of Intech Camp for Girls, a nonprofit whose mission is to inform and inspire girls to innovate in the technology industry. Intech targets girls in grades six through twelve, grade six through twelve, through summer camps and after-school programs, which. Teaches them how to build software solutions, introduces them to women of color in tech, and allows them to explore tech careers at various companies across the Carolinas. Yes. But, uh, Kalia was previously a user experience engineer at Apple, where she helped design enterprise applications. Which reached all Apple employees. She was also named the 2016 Charlotte Mecklenburg Black Chamber of Commerce 30 Under 30 list. Woohoo! Yes, the 2017 okay, North Carolina State University Computer Science Outstanding Young Alumni list. Yes. 2018 NAF Alumni Honorees, the 2018 Route 100 List of the Most Influential Young African-Americans, and the 2018 Walker's Legacy of Women of Power. Y'all. Right, (laughs) look now. Y'all. Kalia is a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated and the National Society of Black Engineers. And... And see, she didn't write posters, right? She just was a speaker at... Tedx unc Charlotte. Hey, so please give it that, up for Kalia. Yes,
2: thank you thank you thank you you are so dope <laughs> have you have to like, update the bio are
0: amazing right no you definitely have I to What don't you do like that sleep crazy. Uh, i'm
2: kidding i do I get sleep. sleep i get a lot of sleep
0: actually. look now <laughs> oh so i mean i did read your bio but yeah. tell us about yourself like in sure your i'll own tell words. you the stuff that's
2: not in there right <laughs> Yes. um yeah so i actually grew up well i was born in rocky mountain north carolina which is uh-huh. a super small town most of my family is still there uh, and then I moved to Charlotte in the second grade. So Charlotte, okay. to me, is home. i um, got the C- Queen City crown tatted on my yeah. my oh, arm. <laughs> represent, represent. <laughs> no, but, but Charlotte is home for me. And so, you know, I, I grew up here and got my first computer in fourth grade. And I was the only child in my house, so I, and I joke with my mom all the time about how she didn't play with me as a kid, but I had the <laughs> computer, that's why I'm a nerd. She actually gets offended when I say that, but I'm like, it's, Sorry, o- it's okay, it's not traumatic at all, it's right. fine. Um, and so I just really just got addicted to like just just playing around with yeah. the computer, and Philip O'Berry was that bridge for me to be able to learn how to actually create things, yeah. um, and they really fostered um, a really good community, and I had a lot of black women teaching me. Yes. And so- Now when I tell my story, and I look back, every time I'm like, oh, you know, like I talk about Ms. Suggs. I talked about her in my TED Talk, and I'm like, she was a black woman, and any time literally anything went wrong at the school with technology, they were looking for her. So after a few years, I'm like, well, i want to be Ms. Suggs. Right, right, the plug. (laughs) Exactly, but (laughs) now I'm like, don't call me actually because I can't fix your iPhone, sorry. (laughs) So it kind of backfired. But, you know, me going to NC State, and not seeing a lot of black people in engineering, it was yeah. kind of like, oh, you know, I didn't know that it was a thing mm-hmm. because I had such a good community at Barry, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know, that that allowed me to be able to be motivated to continue with the program, yeah. and the rest literally is history, so yes. that's fantastic. yeah,
0: that's awesome. So, what is in tech camp?
2: That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure that out. I'm just kidding. Uh, in tech <laughs> camp, so we started in tech in 2014, it was just a one day camp. Um, I got a grant and we did an event and that was really supposed to be it, you know, yeah. um, but the energy from the parents, the scholars mm. and the volunteers was like, OK, I got to keep doing this. Like um, my now mentor, now I mentor her daughter, uh, wow. came to my camp and wow. literally like an hour or if that after she sent me an email like you just changed a young girl's life. Wow. Now Harmony like is a junior at the middle college, uh, she went to Barry for a little bit, and then she left. I was like, "Wait, why are you leave?" <laughs> um, but she's at the middle college, and like, she wants to go be a user experience designer, just like I did at Apple, right? Mm. And it's just like, yo, like you know that that's impact, yeah, right? right? That's yeah. that's five years of doing the work and continuing mm-hmm. to, to do what we do. And so um, we expanded from doing the one-day camps to doing the five-day summer camps okay. where we bring in middle school girls and we teach them how to build websites about mm-hmm. social issues. So it's not about, you know, your favorite shoes or right. a dog or right. <laughs> whatever or, you know, Queen Naja. They come up with some crazy stuff <laughs> because we let, we do let them be creative yeah. in the beginning, like, yeah. we're just teaching you, Right. But when you get in your project group, we're going to do it with a purpose. Um, And then we take them to uh, company tours, to tech companies within Charlotte. And we also do this in Raleigh. Um, So they can make that connection. Like, all right, Mm -hmm. cool. In Raleigh, we're at NC State. So it's like, cool, I'm learning how to do this. Mm -hmm. I'm at NC State. Okay. When Mm -hmm. I leave high school, I can go to NC State to Mm -hmm. get a degree. Mm All right, then what? Right? Mm -hmm. And So then I go to the tech company. And you have people on these panels or even people who are teaching them who have gone to these schools as well. Mm -hmm. And they're like... Throughout the week, just making those connections, Mm -hmm. um, whether they're formally or informally. And so, you know, and I get girls that come back and come back and come back, um, Mm. which is amazing. And Mm -hmm. so it it, it keeps me on my toes because it's like, all right, bet I can't keep teaching you how to create a website. Like, you've mastered that. Like, let's give you something else now. Um, And so that's what we do. Primarily again for middle school girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, my vision though, and I'm actually actively fundraising for um, high school program. Yeah, we did a pilot last fall uh, with a few high school girls, and the vision for that honestly is to be able to have them come to us on like Saturdays, so, like a Saturday program in mm-hmm. the spring, mm-hmm. and then in the summertime actually make money like mm. doing the stuff that they've learned already at a company or at a that's small fantastic. business or a nonprofit, okay, yeah. exactly because I, I had an internship as a high school student mm-hmm. and you yeah. didn't tell me mm-hmm. nothing right <laughs> I'm like right. oh y'all working at Mojangles, that's nice yeah, I, got I'm kidding. <laughs> the I actually wanted my first job to be at Food Lion <laughs> and that didn't happen <laughs> I was you know whatever but I was able to I um it was Wachovia at the time but mm-hmm. Wells Fargo's campus yeah. out in university mm-hmm. okay. I was a high school student I was working out there nice. big time yeah big so I'm like time. our girls can do that yeah but you don't have a there's Programs like that in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Technically, the Mayor's Youth Employment Program is that avenue, but like particularly for like young Black girls and Latina right. girls growing up in Charlotte, right. it doesn't exist. Yeah. So. Wow.
1: so we see a lot of. Well, well, I'll say there is some dialogue behind young black girls and, you know, what does the next generation look like? What is all that looking like? But from a program perspective, you see a lot more for young black males. So in that same vein, like what are some of the challenges that you're Mm. seeing for um, women and in particular women of color? Yeah. what are they facing in that tech space? Um, And no doubt these are things that you're sharing with these girls. But what are some of the things that they're facing?
2: I think uh, there's a lot of things. Um, one I would say is like imposter syndrome. And mm-hmm. then so both before you even get into the workplace and after you get there mm-hmm. and just feeling like, oh, I mean, there's always statistics about how women, you know, we we feel like we have to have 100 percent of the qualifications before yes. we apply to a job. So like that still exists within tech. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. And then there's just kind of like um, there's a knowledge gap as well. But th- I think the imposter syndrome kind of goes into like. I don't know. It's just, like, this psychological thing that's happening. Like, when I was at Apple, I was the only black woman in my building. Mm -hmm. Apple has a lot of buildings within two different cities in Cali. Mm -hmm. But, like, for me to be the only black woman there... Uh, we had two black interns one summer, and they were uh, two girls, Chelsea and uh, Cameron. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, they were my homies! Right? I was like, Oh, y'all trying to go to Napa next weekend? We're, we're I'll plan best the truth now, uh, exactly. And then when they left after their internship, I was like, No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you don't realize the psychological effects that that have being yeah, in an actually. environment where you don't see people that look like you mm-hmm. after growing up on the west side of Charlotte, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like that kind of stuff really has an impact. And I think mm-hmm. um, that's very true for a lot of women in tech, especially of color. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there's a lack, of, a lack of knowledge. I just gave a talk at the, um, the Florex conference. It was the first women in tech conference here mm-hmm. in Charlotte. And I was talking about how to use user experience to get more Students interested in computer science because it's really design based, it's really like talking about like people, and mm-hmm. you're able to kind of like build a gap between um, how people think and then the technology. Yeah, you don't actually have to code to get in tech, mm-hmm. people don't know that. Mm-hmm. After the talk, I had all I had like a line of women, like, Oh, I want to get into UX, so how do I do it? and I was like, Oh, uh, <laughs> so my talk was for kids, but you know, right. let's talk offline, you know, right. like, well, it's way too long for me to talk. To you right now so I think there's also like a knowledge gap too mm-hmm. and just how to get into the industry so is that um
1: do you think it's intentional or it's just one of those things that because we don't see like you were fortunate enough to be in an environment in your formative years mm. that that's all you saw so yeah. that was your norm yeah so do you think there's some intention behind not us not being there or is it just a lack of knowledge that we are actually there just in these small numbers
2: The latter. So we're there, but in small numbers. I know so many black women in tech. But, yeah, I mean, there's a small cohort of us spread out across Across the country, country. right, in different companies. We're not, like, you know, in in large droves at Mm -hmm. any one company. So I think that's where it plays into. But I think there is a knowledge gap. It's Mm -hmm. just, I don't know. There's so many problems. So my thing is... Mm -hmm. Focusing on the K through twelve space and yeah. staying in the K through twelve yes. space because I'm yep. like I get so many adults like oh teach me how to code and I'm right. like sis uh, <laughs> I'm that. not gonna give you enough to get a job like right. that's just the reality of right. it right. Um, and so I don't I don't think it's intentional that we're getting kept out okay. um, to a degree yeah. <laughs> um yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah <laughs> to yeah, a yeah. degree. I don't yeah. think it's intentional. I just think it's the information is kinda hard to find if you're not familiar with the language and know how to find this it. Is yeah. This is true.
1: This is true. And for our kids in school, you know, we we typically kind of as parents we go, Oh, well, you know, let's introduce you to this. Yeah. So let's introduce you yeah. to this. Yeah. And if we don't know, mm-hmm. then we're not ter- telling that to our kids. Right. So. And mm. I actually
2: see a difference between um the um well, how can I say this, like, uh, the dem- not the demand. I see a difference between our events in Charlotte and in Raleigh. I'll say that. Okay. Raleigh is more, you know, you got, you got uh, NC State, you have Duke, you have okay, Chapel Hill, the Research Triangle yeah. Park. And so I think there's a healthier, if you will, community of talking about technology, talking about engineering in mm-hmm. that space mm-hmm. than there is in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And so even, that. like, I mean, last year our camp sold out in a day, and I wasn't mm-hmm. even prepared for that. Like, I had... Turned it on. It was just like, all right, registrations out via email list. Went on <laughs> about my that. business. Wait, no <laughs> right, exactly. And I was like, oh snap, wait. <laughs> and we were using a, using a new platform, and so Ooh. like I had to manually go shut it down oh, because wow. I was like, we don't have any more seats. Like, wait, I got to wow. figure this out. I was not ready for that. Wow. And so it was just kind of like. I mean, in, 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 our Charlotte camp ends up filling up, but it's just mm. not as fast, right? Mm. It's yeah. a little more work that we have to do, mm. and so that kind of speaks to our city a little yeah. bit too. So
0: that's really,
1: actually, really good to hear, though, that you're making, you're creating a space that there's obviously a need for that space. Mm. Yeah, so, it's a catch twenty two
2: because <laughs> that funding piece, which I know this you can true. talk to, you yeah. know, that that part gets in the way. Yeah. You know, I'm a woman, one woman show. a a lot of the times Mm -hmm. and it's like people want to volunteer but until you put some dollars behind that right and can pay some folks for their work, you know, and I'm, I'm a believer in that, mm, and so yeah. I don't even feel right asking people for certain things without paying them for their time, even though they're right. like, no, I just want to volunteer. I'm like, yeah, but I want to get a good quality of work, That's too. Right. That's and right. so it's mm. like, yes, the demand is there, but now it's more pressure on me because it's like, how do I meet the demand that's right. if I don't have the funds? But that's a whole other story. I- I'll
1: talk offline with you about okay. that because I got something for you. Yeah,
0: let's do it. <laughs> I know um, that's fresh. Right. Yeah. So you call yourself the digital diva, trying to use technology for social change. How does that show up in your work?
2: Yeah, so originally, I don't even know how that slogan came about. <laughs> well, I think it bo- it was birthed out of uh, my time at NC State when I was on a research project and, in undergrad where we used technology to, or social media in particular, uh, to disseminate information about HIV and AIDS to African American college women. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time I was able to see tech in this like public health space and being able to truly make a change. Um, informing my peers about um, HIV and AIDS and how, like, our demographic, especially as collegiate women, was actually more on the rise than any other um, community of people. Mm-hmm. And so that completely changed my life and was like, oh, okay, so I can use technology for good. Like, that mm-hmm. was the first time that that I was able to make that connection. Okay. Intech came about later and so now it's like i'm doing this as my life's work right you know so like i'm literally you know i talked about harmony earlier and how Mm -hmm. um she came to our first camp and now she wants to go do user experience Mm -hmm. and so i have other stories like that and so now i'm literally using my Mm -hmm. life's work my every day my every waking minute yeah uh, uh making a change but It originally started in a public health space, Hmm. and that's when I was like, "Oh, you know, this it could be more than just me making an app for social media. It could be more than, uh, you know, just something social or a game or something like that. Like, you literally can use tech to help people. And so, um, for me, that's that's been my goal all along.
1: That's fantastic. I mean, that's some that's good work, and then that's also. Who out here is really looking at (laughs) (laughs) this, you know, how are we integrating some of the things that are, you know, just kind of social issues and how are we integrating technology in that we use technology for everything else Right, where everything is at our fingers. Mm -hmm. So how are we using that to really make that change? And for you as an African-American woman, being able to make that correlation and
2: bring it to communities that may not always have that, Mm. that opportunity is a game changer. Yeah. Which is why we, on our summer camps, make sure our scholars understand that, yeah. too. So it's mm-hmm. like, you're going to build a website about a social issue. So then right. they're talking about LGBTQ issues. They're talking about right. uh, homelessness and unemployment rates which actually blows my mind because they're in middle school and I'm like right. oh that's what
1: you want to focus on
2: well, okay, okay cool
1: <laughs> but you know the crazy thing is as a mom of, of three yeah. they are talking about this yeah. in school like these kids yeah. are talking about I think about their generation
2: this. is going to save us all they, right? they have <laughs> the potential right they
1: really do they, yeah. are, they really are yeah. they're really on top of it and I think seeing people that's like one generation ahead of yeah. them just kind of here's how this happens mm. you know or here's the end product of what you're just talking about yeah um um, that's really eye opening. And they can take it and run or with it. And they can take it and run with it. Or they
2: are it. taking it and running. Yeah, with it. they really are. <laughs> and
1: it's as long as they have they see it, they yeah. see us mm. doing that, mm-hmm. or seeing somebody who looks like them mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. making this actionable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'm really excited for my kids now. I'm like, can my daughter call you? But <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, oh, like, really, and I got a son. Yeah, <laughs> but but you know, just opening that door is just
2: again as a parent, I'm like Wow!
1: Wait, say more. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me more
2: about yeah, that. Yeah, and I, and I think that's what We actually at Intech have more work that we could do, even from a parent perspective, from mm-hmm. educating them mm-hmm. on the different pathways. Because we give it to the girls, mm-hmm. you know, and they soak it up. Yeah. But if the parents are aren't not, sure yeah, about yeah. it, right? Yeah, they may not sign you up, you know, right. or if you're mm-hmm. not at home, you know, like it's, yeah. it's it's more than just giving it to the students. That's right. Um, mm-hmm. I think just personally, just to be transparent, that we could do more, better at that, even as an organization.
1: Yeah. Well, funding. We'll talk about that. <laughs> but, you know, from the perspective of the fact that Intech is a nonprofit mm-hmm. and you do need funding to keep these programs working mm-hmm. and going. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do you see nonprofits using the digital and tech space? And then, to your point, you kind of said what you could do better, but what can nonprofits do better in using that space from a
2: tech perspective? Yeah, you know, I'm gonna try to do this nicely. Um no, do I, it honestly. No, right? Yeah, yeah. Our friends need the honesty, right? Because we're and that's kind of who this. we are. No, yeah, your friends. Um, <laughs> Names have been changed to protect the innocent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I didn't prep for this question, but I, I mean, I do have ideas around mm-hmm, it, though, yeah, right? Like, yeah. I believe, I mean. I, Safe. A lot of people think that it's just as simple, but, like, your your web presence is important. Mm-hmm. People need to be able to Google your name and mm-hmm. find you and be yeah. able to click around. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. even if it's just the logo, the mission, and mm-hmm. a contact. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, right. Mm-hmm. You know, I've gotten so many folks that, that have found us online, whether it's been like a press, something that got mentioned or whatever, but mm-hmm. had we not had our website up, which I managed and messed it up a couple <laughs> weeks ago, it was my homepage. <laughs> if you went to <laughs> it was embarrassing. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, N-P-O-M-G. Um, <laughs> but we get so many different inquiries from around the country, mm. just like, oh, can you bring tech here? Can you bring tech there? Mm-hmm. If you're a nonprofit and you do not have a web presence that people can actually use, from -hmm. their phones or on their computers, you're going to miss out on on business. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it's it's a business case. And, I mean, other people probably can make the case around the social media aspect. Mm -hmm. Um, We actually have found people. Like, I've gotten volunteers, and I'm like, hey, how'd you found us? And they're like, oh, I saw you on Instagram. And I'm like, oh, okay, Mm -hmm. cool. You know, and so... Mm I think those are the simple ways, but okay. then also use your free tools. I think I did make some notes around this. <laughs> um, use your free tools like Google is free for five hundred one c three orgs. Yes, it is. Um, so make sure you know you at least have that, so that right. your team, anybody you bring on your team, you can easily create an intact. I mean, not excuse me, create an mm-hmm. email address mm-hmm. for that person, so they can have um, you know your brand as they're communicating. But then. Right there's Google Forms. I use Google Forms for almost everything. Interesting. Oh my God. We use Google Forms for everything. And then I yeah, I'm the like plug in queen. (laughs) So um, another thing that we use we use plug we use excuse me we use google forms um and then there's this uh plugin that's called formule so what formule does is let's say um it's a volunteer sign up sheet or mm-hmm. whatever and you go in you fill it out mm-hmm. and you click something you click submit mm-hmm. um, formule allows you on the back end to create like um, an automatic uh, email response mm-hmm. and you can make it like You can customize it based on what they put in their form. So we used it for uh, some speakers, right? And so you sign up, and then I'm automatically emailing you back exactly what you told me, Mm -hmm. that you were free on Monday and Tuesday at 8 o'clock, so don't forget. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, not only are we holding the uh, volunteer accountable at that point, But the information is now there in a place where they can go back and find it. Um, It's an immediate, like, communication point. Uh So they feel like, oh, you know, Uh InTech just emailed me again, you know, like, just have that immediate feedback. Um, Formule isn't the most user-friendly thing. But, Mm -hmm. like, I love the fact that, again, I can pull in from what the form. um, What the user puts in. Yeah. Yeah. And then just put that back in a nice email back to them um i mean if you want to go back and you know i can go deeper i got some other stuff <laughs> um, another thing i use that i will share is uh yet another mail merge so you can go on google sheets at this as an add-on i use it to hold folks accountable for emails so basically it's a mail merge but with google okay. and so you go in google you create a draft email or whatever um so let's say you're sending this to 25 people mm-hmm. um what it does is You go into Google Form or go into Google Sheets. You put whatever information you want, but normally just like email name is enough. Mm -hmm. And then you can, so if I want to get, you know extra with it uh let's say i'm emailing you about one of your um one of your kids Mm -hmm. and so i plug in their name as Mm -hmm. well so when you get the email it's personalized but all i have to do is press a button and now that personalized email is sent to 25 people really and i can track to see if you opened that email and clicked on the link that i asked you to click on (laughs) so for me (laughs) we're definitely gonna put these in the show notes tell that
0: tool what's the name of that tool again
2: yet another mail merge so the abbreviation is Yam, capital Y A M M. Okay. Um, and these are all free tools, yeah, right? Yeah, up yeah. to a certain point, right? Like right. so with yet another mail merge, they limit you on the amount of emails that you can send. Mm-hmm. But if you refer somebody, you get like extra emails that you can send. But I like it because I can track. So if I'm yep. trying to tell parents critical information and mm-hmm. they come back to say, oh, well, you didn't sell me, actually you, open you never open the email <laughs> or you never, open- never click <laughs> like, it tells you that stuff. Really? Um,
1: so, so it's doing I- analytics and doing like this merge based on just a spreadsheet you've built in google sheets
2: yep Mm. And then you just go on your drafts. So well, for me now. with camp, like, I, you know, we always communicate in camp information. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm at a point where we've done this so much that I have like, okay, here are, you know, the high level details for camp mm-hmm. that I can just go change up some dates and locations and then boom. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for us, it just kind of helps with that whole like yeah. the um, the communication and, med- oh and delegation because now I can say, hey, my lovely intern, can you send out this email? <laughs> right. You know, and all it takes for me is to just train her on how to use yet another mail mail merge. So, um, you know, you got the front facing stuff, the website stuff, but then on the back end, like just work harder. I mean, work smarter, not harder. Like Mm -hmm. there's so many free tools. and it's you know it just why takes do, a little a little bit to learn it.
0: Why do you think that's such a challenge for nonprofits? Like, what's the struggle with this? Ugh, people <laughs> don't like change. Yeah. yeah.
2: So you mentioned yeah. earlier, you know, I was part of Nesb,e National Society of Black Engineers. I was on their national board for a couple of years as the PR chair. Mm-hmm. And the stuff that I was doing to me wasn't remarkable, but right. the orga- it shifted the organization right, like yeah. using YouTube Live. So one thing that I realized, <laughs> <Imagine> that. <laughs> right? So or Google Hangout Live. So mm-hmm. one thing I realized with Nesby was that. Um, as a member, let's say you're in college, right? And you're mm-hmm. a NsB member, you go to your chapter meetings, you go mm-hmm. to a huge convention, which has like over 10,000 people, mm-hmm. and you see all these national leaders and you're looking at them like, oh, you know, they're so dope. Mm-hmm. There's no way for us as a national leader, I mean, in Nesby, in, in, in like we have folks all, literally all over the country. There's no way for you to really connect with that chapter member that may be, you know, looking up to you, right? right. And mm-hmm. so I was like, all right, bet, let's just hop on Google Hangout, make it live, promote it to the the membership and let folks be able to communicate with us. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's a PR chair. I'm like, bet. I'm going to host it. I'm going to ask you all some questions. You know, that way it makes it more intimate. Mm-hmm. It kind of yeah. breaks that glass ceiling because it's mm-hmm. we're not unreachable. Right. Um, right. And then this was like right on a bubble of folks using um, social media to their advantage from a okay. marketing perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was able to do that for Nesby. But, like, people just don't like change. That's why yeah. I think nonprofits struggle Yeah, because mm-hmm. they, they're still using paper forms Yep. use google forms bring your yep. ipad bring a phone to the yeah. event get some emails you know oh what i mean God, like yes. who has time for paper yeah <laughs> and i and i you know as a tech person i still love paper i still like to read regular books yeah. uh, <laughs> but as an organization like use tech it's on it's it's, it's your friend i promise yeah, I promise. yeah.
0: so you, you say use tech but i i think sometimes people feel as though you need to be techie in order to use tech so what are some tips to like break down those barriers right okay
2: alright I got that in my <laughs> on my little note sheet here okay use site builders like Wix or Squarespace to gain a nice web presence I'm
0: a huge fan of Squarespace not so much Wix but definitely same. Squarespace I love Squarespace <laughs> I mean yeah. and then no WordPress or anything maybe
2: <laughs> WordPress maybe WordPress is supposed to be this, in the same boat as those yeah, but sometimes not. you need techie people yeah, to do it you definitely <laughs> do like, I'm not a fan I'm, of that yeah. yeah but even with that like use Fiverr use Upwork to mm-hmm. find those folks who actually we are experts at at work right um great. at some point in life i'll be able to say hey hit up in tech but anyway <laughs> yes. um and we can do it for you um i have a note here when promoting things on social media make sure your links point directly to that part of your website mm-hmm. nothing gives me more when they're like hey go link in our bio and then i'll click the link and i still can't find yeah, right. yeah. you gotta click four more four more links that doesn't right. make any sense <laughs> right <laughs> um, and then yeah um, so uh, the site builders for the website stuff um, and then maybe I don't know getting maybe getting a, a younger person to mm-hmm. be an intern to get some mm-hmm. free community service hours mm-hmm. or yeah. senior exit hours like bring them in and let them mm-hmm. share their ideas mm-hmm. uh, last year I was a part of the mayor's youth employment program tech the tech charlotte part Um, With Sherelle Dorsey and Black Tech Charlotte. And, you know, she hired one of the interns to continue to work for her. I'm still Mm -hmm. working with one of the scholars who actually was an in tech scholar. We realized that over the summer. Oh, wow. Um, And, like, you know, they have ideas and we're just empowering them to use their ideas for our business and then it benefits them because they get the senior exit credit. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, just, you know, I guess my advice would be to don't be afraid of it and, and don't be afraid to let. The youth kind of like do their thing, you know. Give them little projects, and then just continue to give them more that they can they can take, and they're gonna have the ideas on how to reach. Oh, definitely. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And how to do it, and they can figure it out easy. Yeah, right. Save yourself some time.
0: Yeah, that's so awesome. So, well, here's the the you know the question of the day.
1: (laughs) Question of the day.
0: Yeah share with us one of, or more than one, but you know, one of your NPOMG moments.
2: Yes It's going to um, be good I, think. I know I feel like We just it. both sat back and was fine right. like, <laughs> No it pressure not, it, though It clear. may not be as juicy As you think Because you know y'all put me on the spot A little bit uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I have quite a few From Nesbian Delta But I'm actually Going to use one um, That happened more recently Where okay. I had a friend Reach out And they are like Hey You know Is Ntech a 501c3 And I'm like Yep You can go mm-hmm. donate like, I, I didn't even know Why he was asking me that uh, But the reason why Was because He actually had a nonprofit, Which I, i didn't know i was like yeah nonprofit." he's like yeah but we're dissolving it and i have to give the funds to somebody and it's not a lot but we want to give it to you so i was like oh okay (laughs) uh tell me more what you Uh need for me here's our ein number like what do you know he's like oh i already got the check i can just give it to you and so i was like oh and so then he was like yeah the fact that you don't know that i have a non-profit is the reason why i'm getting rid of said nonprofit. Because um, I'm gonna focus more energy on my for profit and just work with other organizations that's doing the work that I, I was gonna do. And it just kinda speaks to like folks yes. wanting to start a nonprofit mm-hmm. but don't need to. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, listen, mm-hmm. y'all, this is not for the week. No. Um, nonprofit <laughs> life is not for the week. So right. if that's not what you're supposed to do, don't mm-hmm. do it. You mm-hmm. know, partner with other organizations, volunteer yeah. with other organizations, be on mm-hmm. their board that may have that same idea and then you can influence them Mm -hmm. and you never know, like the nonprofit might end up doing exactly what you want it to do. Right. Mm -hmm. Don't reinvent the wheel. Again, I didn't even, I started in tech as an LLC. So M P O M G Mm -hmm. that. (laughs) (laughs) Because in my head though, and it still may come out to be this, um, we would have a for profit business. Mm-hmm. And so originally I was like freelancing doing the web development, but mm-hmm. I hated it. Um and then I would just funnel that money into our nonprofit mm-hmm. yeah. so that we can have other streams of income. Mm-hmm. Um and so then I was like, Oh well I need grants and I five oh one C three so, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. But you know, I, I have a lot of people that want to start nonprofits and I don't think everybody should start a nonprofit. Yeah, no so that's, true. that's yeah. my N P O
0: That is that awesome. Is like yeah, like checks that you don't expect. Yeah, that is Heck definitely. Yeah, yes. I was like, yeah. oh,
2: okay. Well, wh- when w'e meeting up? Here's my number. <laughs> uh, here's right. my address. I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> right, yeah. right, So, so shout out to 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 that brother who, um, you know, donated yeah, to it's in, good but. looking out, kiddo. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. That's
1: great. Well, yeah, this was so awesome. This was great, Kalia. Thank you so much for sharing no all prop. that you did. Our show notes are going to be
2: epic. Uh, yeah, I have even more stuff, <laughs> even more resources that we can share there too.
0: So. Absolutely. Oh, nice. Awesome. Yeah. So tell us how people can stay connected to you.
2: So I am at KaliaBraswell.com. I'm Kalia Braswell on all the social medias Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, um, and then Intech is Intech, I N T E C H Camp, C A M P dot org. Mm-hmm. And we are also Intech Camp at uh facebook instagram and twitter so awesome all right like
1: follow share subscribe all yes. that Let's stuff. Do it. Let's yeah
0: do it. well thank you for joining us for another episode of the NPOMG podcast thank you yes this is melody and this is shannon and we'll speak with you next time thank you